Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bang Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Colt Pena. Uh, today, I have my co-host and my bro beans, my boy, my... I love him. Love him to death. I want to kiss him on the lips. Uh, Zach, my brother. Hey. Uh, and then today, we have a very special guest, okay? This de- guest is near and dear to my heart, okay? I've known him for a very long time, okay? And he's a spiritualist. He's healed me in ways... And I can't tell you. Um, he is the smartest boy I've ever met. He knows how to code in Python, which is insane. He's an author. Okay. You might have seen him on uh, Amazon. Ever heard of it? Little Jeff Bezos spot. His name is uh, Wajid Hassan. Wajid, why don't you say hello? Hey, Colt. Nice to see you. Good to see you, Zach. Or oh, whatever I can see of Zach. Hey, anyway. Wajid. Uh, yeah, great, great to be on exactly. your show. Thank you for inviting me. Great to have you. Wajid, you're so sweet. Okay, Wajid, um, so let me pull up your bio here. Uh, so you wrote a book, right? Yes. You wrote a book? You're an author? Yeah. And it's The Struggle for World Sanity. And uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your book? I haven't read it myself, but it's got some very positive reviews. Uh, well, uh, I wrote the book... Um... A little while ago, and then I got it published on uh, Amazon uh, back in mm-hmm. August of 2020, uh, kind of right in the start of the pandemic, of all things. And so the title was kind of uh, appropriate for the pandemic. Um, it was really interesting, uh, called that when it was published, it went straight to number one bestseller on Amazon under the category of mysticism and spirituality and also under the category of ufos nice of course it didn't stay there but it was it, it was a really good indication of the interest of people in those subjects so um i think that was probably one of the yeah. reasons one of the reasons i wrote the book was was because i um yeah go ahead because what yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you about UFOs. Um, so you have UFO experience, right? Yeah. Um, I when you know I when I was uh, when I was sixteen, I I decided to follow um, my yogi master, uh, a uh, Western master of yoga by the name of Doctor George King, an Englishman, and it was from there that I I learned about uh, the real facts behind. Uh, uh, flying saucers, UFOs. Um, there's a lot of uh, conspiracy theories out there, uh, cult and Zach about flying saucers, about aliens. And so <clears throat> what I want to let your listeners know is uh, based on my own research, I mean, I don't, I don't ask anybody to accept what I'm going to tell what I'm going to tell them, but I, I ask that your listeners keep an open mind in mm-hmm. regards to uh, these um uh, extraterrestrial beings that man the, the spacecraft and so um uh the mm-hmm. the reason i wrote the book is is you know as as you know this world is going through a, a very difficult uh period there's a lot of people out there who are going through a lot of uh problems financial re- emotional health wise relationship wise there seems to be a, a sense of a gloom and doom uh, that's occurring around the world with these endless wars and pollution and um, mm-hmm. an economic system that's that's uh, you know that's making the ri- the minority of a, 
of people extremely rich and making people millions and millions of people poor. Um, so these conditions uh, uh, seems to be seem to be getting worse. And uh, the reason I wrote the book is to offer some insight to your listeners to let them know that that in these dark days there is there is uh, light at the end of the tunnel. And what I want to explain to you um, before we go into um, the aspects of UFOs and and what I've learned in my experience over the years following my yogi master is that. Uh, uh, the, the real truth uh, behind uh, these extraterrestrials is actually quite spectacular, uh, quite fascinating, and it's actually quite uplifting because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things out there about abductions and and the fear aspect of UFOs and flying saucers, and I want to kind of clarify that for your listeners that it's not exactly uh, what, it, what it seems to be like. Um, so um, in regards to... Uh, Flying saucers. They they've. I'm they've excited. Been, they've been they've been yeah. in, in our skies, not only recently. I mean, recently they came into the skies. After it's very interesting that there was a lot of sightings in the 50s and 60s when when we started uh, uh, exploding the atom and hydrogen bombs. There was a very uh, tremendous amount of concern in the solar system about what what you know what man is up to and what they're trying to you know, do by, again, trying to destroy civilization and destroy mm-hmm. this planet. So it, it gives you an indication uh, that the, this concern was based on compassion rather than a mass landing and trying to abduct people. So um, flying yeah. saucers. Being- how, how did, so you, um, you're saying that like, the aliens, the extraterrestrials, they were concerned because of like the the atom bombs and the hydrogen bombs were going off. Yeah, it was very interesting that a tremendous amount of sightings occurred, and uh, it's very interesting also that a lot of um, uh, sightings have occurred around uh, nuclear uh, bases, not only in America and Russia, but other other nuclear mm-hmm. bases that they have. So um, that's an interesting fact, and. And there was a case that the yeah. the, C, the CNN, how, yeah, go ahead. The, there was a case. How do you think they like heard about the bombs? Well, I I I think that uh, that we're being monitored. We've been monitored for the for the last eighteen million years that we've been on this planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look through uh, history, there's uh, sightings that have occurred. There's cave cave drawings of, of extraterrestrials. Um, so we've been, we've been monitored since we've arrived on this planet. And um, uh, my master mm-hmm. uh, wrote a book called The Nine Freedoms, which was um, uh, published in the 1960s. And in there, he, he talked about the true history of the human race. And so what I want to let your listeners know is just give you a quick idea of why mm-hmm. these extraterrestrial uh, beings are here at this time. Um, you know, a, a yogi master uh, like 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 the one I follow, Dr. George King, uh, they have tremendous powers. Yeah. They, they can levitate. They can go through walls. They have tremendous healing abilities. They also have, they also can look at you and read your aura. And also they can 
see not only your past lives but your present life as well as your future lives and then on a more global scale um, the yogi masters of india could also do that they could project from their bodies and read uh, what's called the akashic records of earth and in these akashic records of the complete history not the history that we were taught about the lies that uh, historians talk mm-hmm. about uh, the true history of mankind but actually 18 million years ago we were actually resident on this planet called Maldek which was in orbit around the solar system between Jupiter and Mars and what Dr King said was was these mm-hmm. the we as a race were a very advanced race of human beings they said that robots took care of all menial tasks on this planet we could control the weather and we could um we had an abundance of food and for some reason uh, a minority amount of scientists on this on the, on our home planet maldek decided in their lust and greed for power to invent a hydrogen bomb which was which dr king described as 10,000 times more powerful than that uh, of the hydrogen bomb on this earth right now and they completely exploded the planet maldek all that's left mm-hmm. uh cult of 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 our home planet is the asteroid belt so we are not actually terrestrials we actually come from the planet that we exploded called maldek and then from there um the 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 cosmic hierarchy uh wanted they they had to find a place that we could reincarnate and approach the the earth who who's actually a very highly evolved goddess not just a piece of rock and so she decided to accept uh these atomic mutations and decided to allow them to reincarnate upon uh-huh. her back and then over millions of years another civilization flourished called lemuria and lemuria also went down in an atomic uh war and then thousands of years later another uh civilization flourished called atlantis and atlantis again this lust for power this greed uh they went uh, one side uh uh in, in fact some of the ancient vedic and hindu um uh books describe these wars where one side invented a controllable atomic ray called the indra's dart and another invented a uh a, a, a bomb atomic bomb called the brahma weapon or weapon of god and again atlantis when uh the earth flipped on its axis atlantis went down under the great flood and so coming to modern times um mm-hmm. my master was uh he spent 10 10 years in preparation he raised his consciousness to the point where he was actually contacted uh, by these extraterrestrial beings who man the spacecraft or ufo's that we call ufo's because again th- for the mm-hmm. fourth time in our history uh we we sta- we started this mad race towards atomic uh destruction of of the planet and that's when they they intervened uh in the 50s and 60s and actually absorbed a lot of the radiation i mean america in itself uh, exploded over a thousand uh nuclear uh, warheads as did russia and so um the science even the, mm-hmm. even at that time the scientists knew that all that fallout would have completely killed killed every life stream every man woman and child on this planet so the intervention by the um 
uh, extraterrestrials who are not only scientifically advanced more than, than us millions of years, but also spiritually advanced, actually save the planet. How, um, so hold, did you, hold on, Cole. yeah, yeah. First of all, this is the coolest fucking religion I've ever heard of. <laughs> we got mm-hmm. fucking aliens, mm-hmm. we got goddesses, we got humans coming from other planets. I'm sold. What <laughs> in the hell is going on? <laughs> Wait a minute now. Uh, it, it is a lot to take in. Hold on, history. First of all, Mal- I almost called you Maldek. Um, <laughs> Wajid. Wajid. I thought I'd, uh, you don't need to get high. You just have to listen to Wajid. <laughs> um, first of all, have you seen Rick and Morty? No. Have you seen the cartoon Rick and Morty? No? No. Oh, all right. Well, for our listeners, there's a character on there called Gearhead. And let me just tell you, the Gear Wars were not about the gears at all. But <laughs> God damn it. I almost called you Maldek again. Why? If we came from like several. Okay, wait, wait. Is the Atlantis you're talking about? The Atlantis that we know of, like in common pop culture, like the underwater city, is they sank because they were greedy. Yes. Is that the same Atlantis? Same Atlantis, yep. Mm. Oh shit. So did you ever come in contact with the aliens yourself? Uh that's I had, what I want to know. I want, I want the meat. I had I had one uh, outstanding experience which I wrote in the book. Um I was uh I was eighteen at the time and I lived in London. And mm-hmm. uh, I was I was raised in London. Uh, I, my parents were from Pakistan. We moved to England when I was three, and I, I was I went to the north of England till I was ten, and then we moved moved to London. And then uh, when I when I joined uh, Dr. King's author organization, it's called the Ethereum Society. And if any of your listeners are interested in researching uh, my yogi master dr george king and the society oh, no. they can they can go to oh the web. man they've they've intercepted the message bro shit they don't want the they, message to get out no they can, oh, there he is there he is he's back he's back he's back would you he cut out there for a little bit oh i'm sorry he said um the message is and then he cut out they're they're trying to <laughs> us. it could be it could be go ahead what's the message but um, yeah, I mean, if 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 your listeners are interested, <laughs> keep an open mind. They can they can they can just check out the Ethereum Society, a e t h e r i u s dot o r g. Anyway, coming back to my own particular sighting, um, I was eighteen at the time, and uh, I um, I got this uh, strong mental impulse that I needed to be at a particular place at a p- particular time. And, and and this went on for like three mm-hmm. days, and then finally I, I just I couldn't ignore this these um, these impulses that were coming these mental stimulations that were coming into my brain, and so I took out a, a map of England, and I traced my finger psychically over the over the uh, the map of England, to find out where exactly I had to I had to go, and then my finger pointed. Uh, to a place uh, near Stonehenge, a place called Salisbury in England. And I had to be there at midnight uh, at that particular date. So um, that Friday I took the, I guess you call them greyhounds here in England, they call them coaches. And I took a a coach Mm. to Salisbury. Did you? Yeah. How, How did you know it had to be midnight? Just mental, just just mental, just mental uh, impulses that came into my mind that you have to be at this mm. particular. Yeah, place. Cole, you've never had this. Uh, no, 
I had the same exact fucking thing last weekend. Friday, I had this three-day fucking mental shock where I just, I needed to be at a certain place. And I knew I had to be there at 6 a.m. And I, I traced my finger on my, my, my map in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. fucking tim hortons i had to go get the donuts there <laughs> before all the good ones were gone like the timbits you gotta the get the same timbits. exact thing happened to me man gonna, i thought you were gonna say mcdonald's max so, uh, yeah so, uh, no there's so, no divine thank, intervention thank god you didn't say man. thank god you didn't say mcdonald's so uh, <laughs> no right no it's tim hortons timbits man you gotta get called to me three days i was tortured <laughs> all, right. all right so you traced the map you traced the finger. And he went near Stonehenge, not to Stonehenge, but near it. To solve yeah, it. and uh, so I, I walked these country miles in the pitch black uh, for a number of miles. And uh, it, was a, it was a place called Clearwater. And then I got there around midnight and I jumped this fence and I looked up into the skies. <coughs> uh, this is exactly at midnight. I looked up into the skies and this uh, circular white shaped object uh, was moved from... from um, the south to the north just moved slowly over over me and i thought well okay i'm in the right place and so i waited and waited and around 1 30 a.m another spacecraft a white circular object came from the west <clears throat> to the east and to me that signified the sign of the cross i don't know why but it was of course the sign of the cross is not only in mm. christian uh, philosophy it's it's it was used in 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 egypt and many other uh, advanced races in the past so then uh, uh yeah i was getting really cold because i was wasn't pre- prepared uh for 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 what was going to happen and then at 3 a.m a larger craft now this is not anything psychic this was a physical craft came over it was about 100 feet above me a large craft came over and hovered over where i was uh, and then this white light came from the craft and this tremendous beam of energy, spiritual energy went through me. And I was in this like high state of um, mystic est- ecstasy. I-, I felt like I felt comforted. I felt healed. And I, f- I felt very, very elated. And the experience taught me that the, whoever was manning these spacecraft knew me understood who I was, they understood every single person on this planet, and they were very compassionate spiritual beings. And then the craft slowly moved away. And then for years, guys, I never talked about this experience. I mean, you know, because first of all, people would mm-hmm. think, well, the guys, Wajid's a, Wajid's a quack, Wajid's a, you know, doesn't know what he's talking about. So I kept it mm-hmm. to myself. And it was only... I only told a few people, but it was the, the experience was so personal, it was so spiritual that I um, I decided I you know I won't reveal it to anybody. And then <clears throat> only recently, when I wrote the book, I decided that I would reveal uh, this this uh, experience that I have to to give people hope in these dark days where everybody's looking down on their smartphones at the gloom and doom. And I, to give them hope to start looking up into the skies to uh, uh, extraterrestrials who are not only scientifically more advanced than us, but actually spiritually more more advanced to us and have a tremendous com- compassion for us. Also, in the book, uh, there's, there was another spectacular <clears throat> sighting that me and two other friends in L.A. 
experience that uh, people can uh, you know read in the book. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll keep that to to the readers who want to go in and investigate that. Okay, for Ooh. sure. Ooh. Cliffhanger. Yeah, Lajid. Um, okay, I gotta ask, why do you think it was the cross sign? Because um, like you said, it's a symbol and all the things. Like why why the cross? It's a symbol for fertility, isn't it? Uh, the cross is a very uh, very sacred sign. It's a symbol of resurrection. It's a symbol of uh, mm. uh, of of you know of it, it depicts uh, man's uh, rise in consciousness, um, and so I think the I think the sign of the cross. Uh, I, I guess they were trying to tell me that we are that they are spiritual beings. I think that was because many people in the past they've seen. Uh, They've seen crosses in the skies. They've seen mystical crosses in the skies. A lot of people in the in, not only in the Christian faith but in in other faiths have seen mystical mm-hmm. crosses in the skies. So I think that's a sign to show that that we're 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 being monitored by extremely compassionate uh, beings who love us. So that's uh, that's something that has not been said before because we always think of little green men and you know mutilations and abductions and i i want to i want to clear up the the confusion mm-hmm. that's and then every time you talk about ufo's and aliens you know everybody laughs because the media has has definitely mm-hmm. designed this in order to keep wraps of the actual truth what's going on so you you mentioned ufo's and aliens ooh everybody laughs and i and right now yeah. i don't it's it's not really a laughing matter it's it's really telling the truth behind what's actually happening go ahead um, go ahead i, uh, I want to i want to call bullshit so bad but this is like i'm, I'm researching the ethereum society and it's like the nicest thing i've ever heard of there's, there's it's so it's selfless. nice i yeah i feel like it's a no, very it's, like and it's, it's great nice and, message and, and everything but um, and it's a thousand times cheaper than scientology it's only 60 dollars to be a full member this is crazy. <laughs> no way. Oh, we got to do this. Yes. It's the best. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Shit. I was like, okay, what's the end goal here? Like, what are they doing? Like, Scientology jacking up their parking rates. No. <laughs> 60 bucks, you're in, man. You got to believe in aliens. I think with I Scientology, love it. I think it's like $100,000 to reach uh, oh, a data level. John Travolta money, man. But, so I don't uh, have John like, Travolta is, money. I got. This I is got, like the great uh, value Scientology or. Yeah, the, <laughs> no, the, this is way better. The this is King Yoga Scientology. The society, society is not a cult. We don't, we don't recruit, and uh, and you know, mm-hmm. and no, least... I was just kidding. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to compare it to Scientology. I was just making a joke. No, that's, no, that's fine. That's uh, affordable because, for the average man. Scienti- the, in... I'm calling Scientology bullshit. Well, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I, we, we don't actively recruit. And uh, right, you know, right. so we're we're not here. I'm not here to recruit anybody into the Ethereum Society or follow my master. I, I just say uh, keep an open mind, and um, if you don't, then we'll abduct I, you. Yeah, that's what makes you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> there it is. I love it. Just a joke. I um, <laughs> I wanted to um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you. Okay, so um, I, I got to tell you. I got to tell you my. I got to yeah. tell you my UFO joke. So, uh, okay. so a yeah. UFO lands in a gas station and so the alien starts pumping gas. And, uh, so one of the, the manager comes out, he says, why, why does it say UFO under your craft? He says, well, that's for, uh, that's for unleaded fuel only. 
my god. <laughs> I love it. I love that joke from the beginning. Oh my god. Okay. I love Go this ahead. guy. All right. Go ahead. I'm not being sarcastic when I say I, I like this this seems like the nicest stuff ever. Like they're very philanthropic and I can't um, believe you guys don't do active recruiting. This would be a hit. It so would be a hit. It's gonna be a hit. Like I um I have a I have a few questions for you. Um so did you ever see did you ever actually see one of these uh, extraterrestrials and what type would you categorize them as? I have a list of all the alien like list of alleged uh, extraterrestrial beings. We got the Flatwoods monster, the Greys, like the little green men, reptilians, stuff like that. I wanted to ask you like what do you think it is and do you believe in all of this well, stuff? He- he was just saying during his during his story, he, he saw the people in the craft. He saw the men in the craft. I, oh, I, I thought you just didn't. felt them. I, I, no, I felt them. Oh, you I felt them. Oh, them. I thought you saw them. My bad. What did they bad. feel like? Did they feel like a Mothman? Or... Um, well, um, D- D- Dr. King actually, uh, he actually went and visited uh, one of these spacecraft that the aliens um, or extraterrestrials, we call them cosmic masters. That's what we term them. To term them as as, as cosmic masters, um, he mm-hmm. he went aboard. Uh, he projected from his body and went aboard this particular spacecraft called Satellite Number Three. Uh, he said that Satellite Number Three was a mile and, and a half long, uh, and had extremely advanced Damn. had extremely advanced uh, computerized systems on there. And uh, the 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 person that he met, he said, was was humanoid. Uh, the people who manned these were actually humanoid. They were about seven feet tall, had a one-piece silver suit, had hair down to their shoulders, actually very handsome features. And so um, uh, he didn't see any little green men or, or, or all this other stuff that, that, that's been, uh, in a way, uh, fabricated uh, just, to cre- yeah. just to create um, these... Uh, this this fear aspect of of flying saucers. Now, in regards to have I seen any extraterrestrial beings, um, uh, you know, just to just to let you know, we you know, this physical plane is not only where we exist. Uh, if you if you if you uh, study uh, Eastern philosophy, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, you'll you'll know that uh, a lot of the uh, advanced masters talked about other realms of existence. Uh, they talked about six levels above us and four levels below us that Dr. King actually projected to these realms. And um, in regards to life on other planets, yeah, go ahead. I wanted to talk to you about that, actually. That's my next question. It's funny and like kind of creepy that you brought that up. So um, basically, I went to go visit your girlfriend. I'm reading your minds. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, so this is when the, this is I was the in, interview I, I've had for a while. You guys are awesome. Okay, continue. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, thank you. Because you load, you um, la- you laid back and you're cool. Okay, go ahead. Oh, so oh, you too, um, man. I went to uh, so I went to go visit a girlfriend in Colorado, and um, she was working there. So I went to fly out for Thanksgiving to see her, and I got in the Uber, and the lady in the Uber was telling me that she had been adop- abducted. Uh, kind of like uh, Dr. King. And he, um, or what she told me is basically they were tying the 
extraterrestrials with like the Bible, like Jesus was an alien and there were different uh, levels of uh, like reality. And basically, if you're not enlightened, um, you're like going to be a slave to the aliens. And then like you get to become like you get to like go up a level if you're enlightened or something like that. Like when the second coming happens. What do you have to think well, about that? Well, you know, um, speaking of lower levels, uh, you know, when we die, uh, we, we go to these realms. Uh, we stay there for a little while and then we come back and reincarnate. I'm a firm believer in reincarnation. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of these abduction, um, you know, when we sleep, part of our consciousness, our astral body actually projects from our body, we, we're not quite sure where we go, but we go to these different realms at night. And sometimes uh, we can get interfered with, if we go to a lower realm, we can get interfered with, um, people talk about demons and, uh, you know, lower astral entities uh, who, who can uh, come across as aliens. Uh, who, and people have had these terrifying experiences of being abducted and tied down. And, and you know, I... I'm not going to disbelieve uh, disbelieve a lot of them. I think some of them could actually be true, but I they were they're they're more within uh, the terrestrial lower level planes that we live on, and uh, I would I would regard them as kind of um, interference while you sleep, uh, and um, and mental interference. I don't think they're connected with the actual cosmic masters who man the flying saucers. Um, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, coming back to cool. uh, have you ever seen a UFO? Oh, sorry, I didn't. There's a delay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry, would you? Um, yeah, you were asking Zach. Zach, you were asking Colt if you've seen a UFO. Go ahead. Um, so I I haven't actually seen a UFO. Um, but the U.S. Air Force actually just released footage of a UFO. Like UFOs are confirmed. You know, it was like in the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know if that's what triggered you to, I mean, probably not triggered you to start the, uh, to write the book, but they, they confirmed the U S air force confirmed that the UFOs exist. And then, um, I talked about it in the pad podcast, an Iranian scientist was like, Hey, there's like a world order out there of like the people, which is insane. But I want to ask you, Wajid, how come, like, why don't they just come down here? And like, be like, hey, bro, like, we're gonna set up a little station over here. We'll have an embassy, okay? Take your pills, and then um, <laughs> wait, what? What pills? Space pills. Extra. What? They gotta. They gotta. Colt George King said nothing about space pills. You gotta. You gotta curb your your conspiracy theories, okay? We're talking. Facts. I'm just saying. All right, go ahead, Vegeta. What Vajid. do you think? Um, well, it's interesting that you talked about that. The, the Pentagon releasing that UFO thing. There was also uh, in CNN a few years ago, uh, some retired uh, military personnel from uh, Colorado, uh, uh, a base talked about um, seeing UFOs actually come uh, uh, to the, the nuclear uh, uh, silos and actually sending uh, beams of pink energy, similar to what you're, the headphone that you're wearing today, uh, pink energy, <laughs> that that, um, yeah. that actually neutralize the nuclear warheads. Now these are retired. Oh. these are retired military uh, people. These are not just fly by night, you know, farmers or 
people who have no uh, credentials. These are top brass military people. Right. You'd think that the whole world would listen on something that spectacular. Uh, but it seems, you know, that that we've been kind of indoctrinated about, you know, anybody who mentions UFOs or extraterrestrials as being weirdos. And so I think I'm reason I wrote the book is also, again, to start uh, opening up and let people know that, no, there's a tremendous amount of people who are open-minded, who are really into this, and they want to really know the truth. Now, as far as you asking me, Colt, why they don't land openly um there's i don't think i don't think we're ready to 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 you know there was one transmission that dr king got uh, from the extraterrestrials well they said well you you're asking for a sign how about you give us a sign in other words are you prepared to uh op- are you prepared if we land openly to receive us with peace and love more than likely uh, yeah. if they do land they'll be faced with a nuclear warhead. That's the way we are. We're regarded in this, not only mm-hmm. in this solar system, but in the galaxy as a very barbaric, uh, primitive, warlike race. So we have to get, we have to get our act together uh, before they, they will land openly. They want, us, yeah. they want to land openly. They want to teach us, uh, you know, the sciences of the cosmos. They want to teach us about uh, healing and, and, crystals and 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 their science but you know we're not ready and so you know it's like it's like it's like you know if you if you had um uh if you were taking care of like an anthill and all the ants in there do you think they would be ready if you landed if you came over and 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 told told these very primitive ants some of your sciences they won't understand and they tried all the ants will try to bite you it's a, it's the same kind of scenario mm-hmm. that we that we have in regards to the uh, to the extraterrestrials but having said that yeah, i man. think one What's day what's that they, movie I, um, oh sorry go ahead but yeah you're thinking about sorry about delay day, again i didn't mean to interrupt go ahead you, you maybe you're talking about the day the god the, the day the earth stood still back in the 50s i don't know if you ever yeah that's that's one of them yeah and then Uh, what's the most recent one called with the the uh circular language mars attacks (laughs) no not mars attacks (laughs) Um, never mind yeah arrival um so when you were describing when dr king was describing the uh aliens and you were mentioning that i found um i think i found the name of him so you described him as like tall um slender like silver suit one piece um, silver suit one yeah piece silver suit long hair sexy as shit that's and it's men the, uh, and men and women not just men uh, oh they're I'm called... glad you said that i was going to ask you because you you referenced the men on the spacecraft right. and like no, a lot of this seems he, to be there was women as well yeah there you and go they're called, they're called the jared Leto's. that's the <laughs> name i'm pulling up here um but okay so what do you think of so apparently in 1947 1947 yeah new mexico and roswell people say that stalin um sent a like saucer over to new mexico to crash and he put a bunch of fucking like mutilated kids inside of it to stir panic in the united states uh, what do you think about I think that? that's a lot of I think that's a lot of rubbish I think um, more than likely they Probably the crash UFO probably had androids on there. 
because mm. the uh, the cosmic masters uh, they use they use android robots to do a lot of their work so i think those little uh, aliens so called aliens were probably android yeah. robots from a from a actual, probably an actual craft that did crash i don't think starlin yeah. starlin uh, an evil person like starlin i don't think they had the technology to to do anything like that i mean this is i believe roswell mm-hmm. was pretty real myself that's just my opinion yeah i want to know more about the connection between yoga and like spiritual mediumness like i'm looking at i'm looking at dr george king first of all for our listeners he looks awesome he looks like chris maloney and john cena had a baby he looks <laughs> cool as hell um yoga when, master and when i was did, in Sorry, I took a yoga I, when I took a yoga class. The whole thing was about like opening up your mind and like accepting yeah. the universe and stuff like that. That's like okay, so it's a yoga class. I'm there to like work out and stuff and like flex and like you know I want to get good at like boning. So I took yoga and then I um when they started talking about that stuff, I was kind of put off by it. I was like, they're like, oh yeah, open up your mind to the universe and like you have to pick your path. Like they made us like fill out a worksheet and like what path we wanted to take in the universe. And this is when I was having like a mental breakdown because like I took a lot of drugs one time and then like it kind of like messed up my brain for a bit. And like I was like, oh, my God, the universe and like freaked out. Um, that's yoga to me. But yeah, what is what's the, conne- <laughs> what's the connection Jesus between Christ. what's the text- connection between yoga and what Zach said um, and these you aliens know, that, and opening it up? You, you, you know, for a bunch of. Uh... For, for a bunch of cool guys, you got actually quite intelligent guys as well, because that's a great question. Um, you know, ha- yoga means union with God. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's the, the Hatha yoga or the yoga poses are just uh, disciplines to actually get the physical body disciplined. And then later on, uh, you get into uh, deep, deep breathing you get into mantra, you get into uh, a, a lot of mental exercises. And what Dr. King did, mm-hmm. uh, he he was in his early 20s, he was a, a section leader for the London Fire Brigade during the Nazi Blitz uh, in the Second World War. And, you know, when he was doing his uh, search and rescue operations, uh, he, he had the terrible task of picking up pieces of little children and it really bothered him why all this suffering and then after the war uh he 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 got into really real serious yoga not just you know uh, yoga poses but he would he would practice yoga for eight to ten hours Mm -hmm. a day for 10 years till he got to the point where he could raise his consciousness or raise the power of kundalini up to um you know, we have an aura, we have psychic senses, and he raised his consciousness uh, to the point where he could raise it fully up to the heart center, the throat center, the center in the in the forehead till he reached an advanced stage of enlightenment called cosmic consciousness. And it was really interesting that that's when the higher, the cosmic masters uh, contacted him because he reached a, such a state, high state of evolution that they could communicate him because they themselves were in a, such a high state of evolution that they could only contact somebody that, were, that was in a similar state as they were. And that's when they started uh, sending the, uh, the mental imp- impulses through, through him where he would focus on maybe a, a beam of energy coming through uh, uh, and then translate it uh, into English 
and receive these uh, extraterrestrial uh, communications. So that that was an excellent question that first Dr. King had to raise his vibrations to the point where it could align with the high vibrations of the extraterrestrial cosmic masters. And uh, so I, I appreciate you saying that we're cool guys and that we're very intelligent. And I do have huge respect for this Ethereum Society, even though I've just learned about them. Like, you guys are nonviolent. You're not crazy at all. You're just you're just peaceful and selfless. And your sixty dollar fee is like <laughs> cheaper than Christianity. I just can't believe it. But I am a monkey in shoes, and I gotta take a joke on the Big Gang podcast when I can. You said he had to raise his cunnilingi. What did you say earlier? <laughs> you have he had to, to raise a certain level of cunnilingus to get yeah. Wait to <laughs> enlightenment. Okay, I heard he had to get some vibrations going. What are, What are you talking about? <laughs> Hey. Well, you'd have, to, you'd, you'd have to research uh, Kundalini power. You'd have to research auras and psychic, See, psychic I knew senses. It. Kundalini, uh, okay. You know, you're talking about raising something that's like pretty low down downstairs. Uh, he raised, he raised <laughs> way above that. Up to, up, up mm, to, my ears did, <laughs> did not so it was me. anything. It wasn't anything between the legs. It was something that was way higher than that, up to, uh, up to higher energy centers in the heart. And and above. How do you spell that? Nothing. Literally, nothing's coming up for C U N D E L. No, it's K U N. Kundalini. K U K U N D. Would you Kundalini? There we go. Yeah. I have a. I have a very important question for you. Um, I really hope you don't get offended because you're a nice guy and everything. I I mean, no. Not our intent to offend you at all. You can you can offend me. You can tell me. You can ask me anything. I'm 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 open. Go ahead. All right. Remember you said that. Yeah. What's your, <laughs> what's your cat's name? My cat's name is Maki. Ooh. Why, oh, how'd you come up cool with name. Ma- Maki? How, how'd you come up with that? Uh, Maki, actually, when I lived in L.A., uh, I lived in L.A. for over 30 years. I'm, I'm, I'm based in North mm-hmm. Carolina right now. Maki was, um, uh, I, I lived in this uh, apartment building in North Hollywood, and she mm-hmm. was, she was a stray feral kitten that I found on the streets. And uh, at that time, I was working with a, an organization called Fix Nation, uh, where we go in and we, um, uh, uh, a lot of the feral cats, in order to control the feral cat population, uh, we they had a program called Trap, Neuter, and Return, and where we trap the cats, take them to Fix Nation, they sterilize them. And then we release them and look and look after them. So I, I, I trapped about eleven cats in, in my apartment building, and um, and you know it's, uh, it, it's a it's a more humane way of of controlling the population than killing than killing uh, feral cats outright. And so Maki was a, a feral little kitten that I I picked up and I took it to Fix Nation. Then they said, "Oh, she's too tiny to be fixed." So. So I kept her and uh, brought her out to North Carolina. So she's the sweetest cat ever. So that's that's the history of Maki. Oh, cool. Um, um, I wanted. Oh, oh, go ahead. I want to ask you. Uh, so you know, you are an author, but you're also an actor and comedian. Um, I want to ask you, what was it like working on Mad Men? What? Who's in Mad it Men? A, Shh, it was a. It was. It was amazing. You know. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah, I I, w- I was at. The, they asked me to come to the table read, and uh, it was just great to see John Hamm and everybody else and all the cast. Uh, it was it was a wonderful experience. Yeah, 
really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's, I, uh, wait, what? I, I got yeah, it. I got I I got into I was I actually I'm I'm actually from a technical background. I used to be a field service engineer for many years, and mm-hmm. then I I got burnt out when I was living in LA. And um, uh, at that time, I had um, uh, actually what happened was when my master passed away, I I kind of got into a deep depression, and I couldn't get out of it. And my wife at the time she said. Uh, she said, you know, in school, when you were in high school, you know, you always wanted to do acting and comedy. Why don't you take some lessons and do some comedy? So I I took some stand-up comedy classes uh, and found out that I was good. And I did started doing the open mics in L.A. And then I had a little computer repair shop in Hollywood by uh, on Sunset, by Sunset and Highland. And this woman I came in, I fixed her Apple computer and she she kept looking at me and I said, why do you keep staring at me? She said, well, you have an interesting <laughs> face. I said, so? She said, well, I'm a casting director. <laughs> I said, so? And she said, well, let's get you an agent. And she got me an agent. And then I started booking commercials. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't looking, guys. It just kind of happened. So it was meant to be. And uh, being a union, working uh. union act, actor for the last 20 years, I, you know, I, I haven't made it big. You know, uh, uh, only a, only, I mean, a, only a handful of people make it big, but at least I, at least I was a working actor. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look, you you got the yeah working actor for like what, like twenty years, like nineteen ninety nine to two thousand eighteen. Like I'm, and you're still doing voice work, right? Uh, I still I still do a few auditions here and there. Yeah, so nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he was in uh he was in How I Met Your Mother. He was in um Mad what? Men. In the yeah. hell, sex, death, and bowling. Yeah, sorry, Wajid. I didn't do any research on you. Colt um, literally told me your name like ten minutes before we started. <laughs> <laughs> he said something about gargoyles. You got some gargoyle stories or something? Uh, gargoyle stories. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I, I, when I had the um, uh, when I had the, um, uh, the the siding in Stonehenge, I went back to uh, when I had that sighting in Salisbury I went back after after a year and, and I actually visited uh, Stonehenge Shit, and sorry and again in the middle of the night and uh, I just I, I didn't have any UFO sightings or whatever I, I, I kind of had a, a, my own little mystical experience because Stonehenge as you know is, is has been found uh, they found out is, is a very advanced uh, computer. That, that, that can foresee um, astronomically sunrises and sunsets. I don't know the whole mathematical aspect behind Stonehenge, but it, it was put there by mm-hmm. a, a very advanced well, I didn't race. Know that. Uh, yeah, in the past. And psychically, I could actually see, uh, not physically, but psychically, I could actually see gargoyles uh, standing on top of the stones uh, in Stonehenge. And they didn't freak me out because they, I didn't. I wasn't bothering them. They weren't bothering me. Mm-hmm. But I thought I'd I'd put that in, and uh, again, you know, uh, that was an uh, that was something I kept to myself. But uh, there's nothing wrong with psychic uh, vision, psychic experiences. There's... And so, you know, what I, what I want to let the listeners know is that people see ghosts, they see demons, they see gargoyles. They see people who passed away. These are normal things. These are not extra extraordinary things. So to see something psychically doesn't mean that you're a weirdo. You just actually uh, these are these are 
these are things that we actually were, are born with, and we've we've lost a lot of that ability to be psychic. And there's nothing wrong with being psychic. I think we're more psycho now than we are psychic. But I am um, another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so gargoyles they're used uh they're used to like drain rainwater, but they're also like. Uh, is it grotesque that scares away evil spirits and a gargoyle drains rainwater? I'm not I don't sure know the, the symbology. But and I, I, know right? in, I know in London, a yeah. lot of the buildings have gargoyles outside of the buildings, some of the mm-hmm. older buildings, as a form of like protection. I think we should bring those back. It's a form of protection. Yeah. So uh, I, want I, some gargoyle. quite... I want like dog shaped gargoyles on my house <laughs> or something. Yeah, I want like I used to want like Jurassic Park raptors in my backyard. I still oh, do. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Um, Rajid, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Um, I used to be an avid hiker. I actually got to climb uh, back in two thousand and six. I managed to go to Africa. I did a safari in Kenya, and uh, I actually got to climb uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, the highest. Uh, mountain in in africa so that was quite an experience uh so i really enjoyed that um so that's awesome uh, i actually have a youtube uh link to that if you guys want to see the uh the uh climb yeah man you can go uh would you you have any ghost stories um yeah i've i've had situations where i've seen i've i've seen uh, actually um i had i had i had a situation when i lived in london um where um i was asleep and somebody kept tapping the walls where i was where i was asleep mm-hmm. and leaving like strands of gray hair and so i had a kind of poltergeist experience with that um, and it kind of scared me a little. And then one day I just had enough and I told the ghost to F off and said, you know what? I need to go to work tomorrow. Can you like leave me alone? And he went away. <laughs> so I guess yeah. it was, it was a, it was a good experience to like that. If you see a ghost or somebody's bothering you, they're, they're just, they're just people who passed on mm-hmm. and you know, it's nothing it's not unless it's a demon trying to possess you. It's really not not a big not a big uh, thing if people have seen ghosts. They're just uh, people who've passed on. So yeah, I definitely believe in ghosts. How? I I'm not sure if you know the answer to this, but this is a question for you, Anzac. Like, how do you think a guy like a person like do you become a demon or is there like a finite amount of demons? I like because like why. <laughs> Why would you become a ghost and just like, you know, like live in like, oh, my car, you know, like say like you die on a highway, you're like, oh, my car or, you know, you're just like tormented. But if you're yeah. a demon, you get to possess people and you're like, hey, yeah, you take the you know, demon route. That's, that's probably, route. probably like a, you got to get twice as many credits or something. But yeah, I would definitely go that route. Well, you know, the uh, I I think I think right now we're 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 being controlled by demons in the lower astral realms. Uh, Doctor King actually went to these lower astral realms and and got to see some of these uh these monsters that live there, and they they're actually he said they're actually very advanced. They they're not like um um <clears throat> they're not like um you know pitchfork hooved 
you know, uh, monsters. Mm-hmm. He said they're they're actually extremely uh, scientifically advanced. They have uh, they have in, in the lower astral realms. They said they have military equipment that's two hundred times more advanced technically than than we have, like laser beam weaponry, um, surface to air missiles, spore spore um, bombs, and all these. Well, stuff. Yeah, but those aren't lower realm demons. Those are Senate Republicans. <laughs> um, but um, so these demonic forces actually want to control mankind. They want they want they want to take over the minds of people. So I, you know, this is beyond science fiction. But what Dr. King said was, there's actually a war mm-hmm. that's going on behind the scenes uh, for the souls of mankind, where there there are evil forces that we can't see, but there are also benevolent forces like the cosmic masters and the and the ascended masters on this on this earth that are trying to actually stop uh you know uh these these particular demons and 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 yeah people have had situations where they've been possessed and uh there's there's also ways of actually combating situations where you feel that somebody's attacking you psychically and uh so there's certain practices that you can do to combat that as well I would love to be like a demon hunter. Like I don't know, like half demon, half hunter. And like I can like have powers. That's an anime, I'm pretty sure. Is it Demon Hunter? Is that an anime? Something. I don't know. It sounds like I don't know. Yeah. Come on. Let's pick Wiji's brain I, while we got him, Colt. Look, I'm just saying, okay, pick my brain. Look, it'd be cool to be a demon hunter, bro. Yeah, that's true. Well, talking about know, like, talking about demon hunter, um I think um <sighs> Uh, my yeah. my my spiritual master was a demon hunter. Uh, he no fucking. Oh, I feels the deal. I've told you too. He, yeah. he would actually go project from his physical body along with other other um, adepts and go to these lower astral uh, realms and do battle with these demons and transmute them. Uh, that was also part of his mission on Earth. Fucking that, no that he, way. Yeah, this is he the never coolest about. thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, so uh, that, was, that was something that he kept. That's awesome. There it is. So, how do you fight them? Wait a minute. Okay, so wait. So well, you don't. It's fight, the astral realms. It's, yeah, you don't fight them with physical weapons. It's all mental. It's your mind. It's a mind. So uh, it's it's uh, thought form against thought forms, thought rays against yep. thought. You rays. separate yourself from the so, physical. You got to go down to the lower realms and your astral plane and rat away their military grade weapons. They're they're. Their advanced so, military grade weapon. Doctor King, I, I, Doctor King is uh, like what I'm picturing. Doctor King, like if I don't know if you if you've seen the newest uh, Pixar movie Soul, but I picture him like the guy that like he's like a science spinner, and then he goes down into the astral realm and he saves like lost souls. He's like on a ship. Yeah, is uh, that really he, a thing? He, that movie? Uh, he talks, movie, yeah. He talked about oh. some of the things that he did. They, they were not they were not very pleasant. There's, there's, these these are not very pleasant realms down there. They're, you know, so um, so he was doing a lot of uh, healing work, going down there and giving giving a lot of healing as well. To uh, that's insane. To I love the, that. Some of the just sounds like Bloodborne. Like he's the guy in the in the rocking chair. Like guiding well, I'm all picturing the it. I'm picturing it like okay, Doctor King. Like this is what I'm picturing, right? It's like uh, you know, M- Mumbai. He's in Mumbai. He's just drinking like some scotch, and then someone comes up to him, like <laughs> hand on the shoulder. He's like Doctor King. 
we need you. And then they have, to, they have to run away from like the government. And then they go into the stop and this guy gives them a tea. And then they all link up and it's like Inception. They go under and they wake yeah. up. They're all, they're all like, he wakes up. People are already getting their gloves on and they're like loading their mine guns. And they're like, all right, here we go, guys. He's like, same plan as always. And then, no, he's British. <laughs> he's British. Like, same, same plan as always. And then he's like, yes, Dr. King. Like a different type for this people. shit. And then Wajid comes out. He's he got was, a katana. He, <laughs> yeah. You know, he was doing the Matrix in real life, guys. You know? He was oh, doing the Matrix oh, yeah. In real yep, life. yep. Yeah. So, so what do you, um, what do you think about it, that? He kept it behind the scenes. Simulation theory. What do you think about the simulation? What simulation theory? So, like, that we are all living in a simulation. Do you think maybe the Cosmic Masters... This is a simulation testing us. And well, they brought you down. They like brought you up. Like, yeah. Well, we're on this earth to learn certain lessons. We, we incarnate many, many lives. Uh, we're on a plane of ex- experience. Um, the, the, the ancients call it Maya or illusion because it's always changing. So we're kind of in mm-hmm. a dream, kind of in a dreamlike state till we actually, re- you know, um, uh, if if Zach researches his Kundalini, so we get to the point where we can raise <laughs> that, <laughs> raise that power. Yeah. And uh, Dr. King says that's one of the one of the, probably the only reason why we're here on this planet. We're not here to suffer. We're actually here to raise right. the, the the power within us that we lost because of because of our folly over the over our, over the centuries of not only destroying our planet but also destroying two civilizations. So we've regressed. And so um, another reason that the cosmic masters have, have come forward these days is to help raise the vibe. They, they send, there's, they're sending spiritual energy to us uh, to help us raise our vibrations mm-hmm. and become uh, the gods that we used to be by, by raising up the power and sending it out to the world. So uh, yeah, I think I think we and are we are in a dream state till we become the real persons that we used to be. So you're right. The, these extraterrestrials, you said they came from Maldek, but Maldek was destroyed. Um, no, the, the where are they now? The extraterrestrials. We're, we're the extra. We're the extraterrestrials that that lived on Maldek. Everybody okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah we, the the extra the, talking about the extraterrestrials. I talked about planes of existence that are higher. Uh, on, oh. Okay. On, on, you know, quantum physics has proved now with their calculations that there is parallel universes, different dimensions. So these cosmic masters, mm-hmm. uh, they they live on. They they said that the solar system is actually inhabited, but on the physical plane, if you go there, I don't think you could physically live on say Mars, Jupiter, uh, Saturn, but they live on higher dimensional planes on these, on these, uh, uh, on these planets. So every planet in this solar system is actually inhabited, uh, by these, uh, advanced extraterrestrials. And, and Dr. King wrote a book called you are responsible, where he talked about, uh, visiting, uh, through, through his astral body projected state, um, civilizations on Venus and Mars. So uh, again, you know, um, he said he said we could be on Mars for like two hundred years in, on the physical plane of Mars and not even notice that an advanced civilization was actually existing there 
until they 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 made themselves present. That's how advanced they are. It's beyond science fiction. Yeah. It's interesting. And you know, speaking of extraterrestrials, uh they you know, they uh so one of the messages that came through is like we can't offer you anything that that your great spiritual teachers have not offered to you. So they're saying that, you know, uh, they also said that people like uh, like Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, they were all extraterrestrial masters who came in physical bodies to teach uh, the spiritual laws. And what they're saying is mankind, stop looking at the politicians, stop looking at the warmongers, mm-hmm. stop looking at everybody who's causing, but, but, but go back to the original teachings of these great masters uh, who 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 sh- who really should be the political heads of, of of the planet, and and go back to you know stop killing people you know start healing, start start caring taking care of of each other you know and that's what we need to get back to instead of uh, this this mess that we made ourselves into. Um, so um, I th- I, th- I think it's a wonderful message. I think it's a me- all the religions of the world they teach the mm-hmm. same thing. Uh, it's just that the, the man themselves have made these crazy uh, uh, laws in each religion that have caused hatred between religions. And look at how many people were murdered in the name of religion. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I. Why? Why do you think um, religion and uh, I? Th- what, okay, so wasn't Buddha? No, not Buddha. I'm thinking Gandhi. Never mind. My whole thing is fucking. Well, you need to you need to get your Kundalini right. Like I was just... thinking, I was thinking Gandhi the whole time. Like, wait, fucking Gandhi. Wasn't he mean to his wife? Yeah, that's he's all. A wife beater. Yeah. Um. So, why do you think religions like mean to women? Um, I think women are being suppressed. <laughs> uh. Again, based on culture, not religion, and based mm-hmm. on based on uh, men uh, having power over women, and uh, it's interesting that you said that because because this planet is is a female entity. She's a spiritual mm-hmm. goddess who's who's nurtured us for millions of years. She there's two aspects that are happening right now. First, we we're in the Aquarian age, and the Aquarian age astrologically. Is demanding that we all that we start cooperating and helping each other, and also the Mother Earth is also raising her vibrations every year. Where uh, don't believe this rubbish about climate change being uh, uh, being <clears throat> uh, carbon emissions. Part of the climate change is the is the Mother Earth raising her vibrations to the point where the ice ice caps are melting. Uh, there is a change in in the weather conditions where over the years. There, there will be uh, a very temperate climate. There won't be any seasons. That's part of the, the raising of, of the Mother Earth's vibrations. And as the Mother Earth raises her vibrations every year, it will also empower women. And women will, will uh, <clears throat> you know, they will uh, um, break the shackles that have been imposed up upon them by men for centuries. And women will rise mm. up and will be very... Pr- prominent in the years to come so that's also been foretold and it's got nothing to do with religion as far as suppressing women i think it's all yeah. man man-made laws in order to in order to uh, keep power over women 
So uh, well, wait yeah. a minute now. How do we stop the vibrations from Mother Earth? Do we just she doesn't want us to fight anymore? Like cooperate instead of war or what? Um, yeah, she wants us to cooperate. She's been asked to raise her vibrations, and uh, this is this is something that's also gonna freak you guys out. But but anybody in the future, uh, actually, the ionosphere is now being taken down gradually. So the there'll be an increase in ultraviolet rays, cosmic rays that come into the Earth that's going to be beneficial for her. And those who who won't raise their vibrations and 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 cooperate and go back to the spiritual laws, they will actually be removed from the earth. They will not be allowed to reincarnate and they will be taken to another planet uh, called, uh, scientists have referred to this planet as planet X. So on the other side of the solar system, we can't see it from earth, but by their mathematical calculations with the pull of uh, Neptune and other planets, they know that this planet is there. And so in the, in the, in the coming years, uh, next few hundred years, those who don't don't cooperate with this great change, this new age that's coming on Earth, uh, will be taken to that other planet and be, will be reincarnated. And only those, uh, that's also another reason I wrote the book, is to let people know that this is actually being prophesied and actually going to happen. So uh, we well, all hey, need, to, we on, all need to get our act what? together. Go ahead. Why are you yeah. saying that's going to freak us out? You're saying our vibrations aren't good enough, huh? I mean, we'll we'll pay that sixty dollars. Come on, man. We're on your side. We're rooting for you. The fuck. I got good vibrations. Like, mm-hmm. But Might um, good. but you know, I mean, if you if you if you research our history, it's been a very very barbaric, bloody one. You know, oh, World yeah. War One, World War Two, terrible, terrible destruction, and that's going on right now. We just we just don't get it. We just you know, I think it was Einstein that said we've we've we. He said we've invented the atom bomb, but no mouse ever invented a mouse trap. I mean, we we have this mentality of wanting to kill each other. It's just ridiculous. And what the yeah. cosmic masters are saying is, listen, we're one. Well, you're one race. You're not a bunch of Americans or Chinese or Russians. You're one race. They refer to us as terrestrial man. And this, all this thing about race and culture and borders—it's it's 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 an illusion because we have different uh, bodies that we come into. We have different races. These are all ex- experiences, but but we're all connected metaphysically as one race, and that's what that's what we need to understand now and stop this madness that's going on on the planet right now. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. It's uh, when- it really is good stuff. When do you think we'll get our stimulus checks? <laughs> That's a question for you, Wajid. Uh, in the near future. <laughs> I think they just passed it. I think they just passed mean? it. To, they just passed yeah. it today. So it's really it's okay. Yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. Oh, thank God. I need it. <laughs> Colt, we got to use $60 of that to join the Ethereum Society. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> Count your chickens. So uh, we're reaching the end of our show. Um, I just wanted to ask you, Ajit, is there anything that you wanted to uh, to plug, to tell our listeners, um, to add? Well, you know, Dr. King, back in the 1970s when they had this uh, so-called oil shortage, he said, he said there's only one energy crisis on this planet 
He says it's not oil, it's not gas, it's not any of the resources. He says it's a spiritual energy crisis, <clears throat> that we're spiritual beings in physical bodies. And, you know, we talk about physical, um, we talk about famine. There's a famine going on right now, a spiritual famine, where our souls need to be, uh, need to be nurtured spiritually. And the way we need to do that is send out the energy, send out the power. And uh, I do that. I do that not only to raise everybody else on the planet, but also to raise ourselves and become that we, which we, we which we've lost. And so, I, on a daily basis, I, I send out the energy uh, with a, 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 a group of people from fifty other countries. So, if anybody's interested in sending out the, the light, uh, they can go to twelve uh, blessings dot org with the number twelve being numerical twelve blessings dot org so that's another site they can go to if they're interested in sending out the light uh, helping raise the consciousness in the aquarian age helping the mother earth helping the planet and help helping every man woman and child i think it's our it's our, our duty uh i i i for for, for sure don't want to see my young nieces and nephews living in a world mm. uh that's going to be polluted and raging with war I want to leave some kind of legacy for myself that I did something to help uh, the younger generations. And I think it's our duty that we do that right now in these crazy times. For sure. Yeah. Would you, do you manage the 12blessings.org website? I don't. And, uh, some, and I don't, I don't. The discover the truth link is broken. I, I hate to, I hate to break it to you. Uh, I, I don't. But I the don't. try it for yourself link is good. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, there's there's people that run that. Um, I'm just part of it. So I think if anybody's okay. interested in joining, again, it's free, no money involved. Uh, <laughs> no, it all sounds not, good, e man. not like, even sixty dollars. Not... It's not even sixty dollars <laughs> to go on to twelveblessings.org. It's absolutely free. Hell yeah! <laughs> awesome. No, it looks great. As long as you're not um, like seizing up on the ground and talking in tongues, it looks uh, looks good to me. Gets the penny and... of approval. You might become a demon hunter. So I'm I'm sold. I'm gonna get yeah, the Kundalini's I, I right. Actually, you, if you come actually, back on the show in the actually, future. we we okay. can all be if we send out the light, we can transmute the demons. So we, we we all can become demon hunters. We can transmute the demons if we send out the spiritual light. You're right. Absolutely. I know we we'll, have to go to the astral plane to do it, but I'm, uh, we don't I'm gonna actually, wear a headband and a bandolier. We like, actually don't need to oh, go no? to th those are for specialized adepts. We're not specialized adepts, but we can. In our own way, we can send out the light against the the dark energies right now that are, that are prevailing what, on our planet. What if? Okay, so what if I hypothetically? What if I go to the comic masters? Like they they reach out cosmic, to me. Cosmic, don't ever call them comic, Colt. It's cosmic. I'm sorry. I'm cosmic sorry. Cosmic masters. So yeah. I come down. They come. Cosmic masters come down. I get like lifted up. What if they like bring me on the ship? Like, hey, bro. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Jared Leto. Um, and then I like. I, I've been training, and then I take over their ship, and then I, like, what if I become a cosmic master, and I'm like, I'm like a double agent. Uh, what do you mean a double agent? Like I, I'm like part demon, part cosmic master at this point. That's, it's not good. You're now well, becoming I think the that, Archimedes. I think, I think I think they're so advanced that it would be very difficult to do that. But you know, you're talking about contacting the cosmic masters. Like I said, yeah. on, on their on their spacecraft, they have instrumentation 
that that actually can pinpoint, you know, just terrestrial terrestrial science, you know, with the GPS, you can pinpoint anybody with a cell phone these days on the planet, with, with their instrumentations, just using just using thought impulses, you can actually contact the cosmic masters, um, with by sending out thoughts to to these uh, great beings. Now, will you get a sign? Probably not. Listen, will you get a you, sighting? Maybe not. You, you don't but, have to be nice to them. But one thing that you will receive, you will re like I did out in the wilderness, you will receive spiritual energy through you. Just test it for yourself. So you can all be contacted. You don't have to humor Colt. I can tell you right now. I'll tell you, he's never going to contact a cosmic Colt. You, your Kundalini is not right. First of all, you don't have any <laughs> slain demon notches on your belt. Like, let's Look. start with the basics first. You got to start getting the Kundalini's. Uh, right. You guys Pay are the sixty dollars. Awesome. <laughs> then, in a few years, we'll talk about contacting the cosmic master. You're getting ahead <laughs> of yourself. No, you I'm don't. Not there you yet. can. You can right. they, they say they say you can be a mass murderer and contact them, and they'll still send the energy. So they don't they don't discriminate. So oh, so shit. even oh, even somebody shit. even somebody like even somebody like Colt could actually contact them. Yeah. <laughs> My God, I can smell his vibrations from here. Like I don't think Colt. They're was... sour. My vibrations <laughs> smell sour, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Wait. If you uh, if you come back on the show later, Wajid, we'll be um. Full I'm gonna try. Hunters. We're gonna do oh it. Oh my god, dude! I'm gonna get a mohawk. <laughs> cool. Wait, no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ethereal plane mohawk, so you guys can't oh. see it. That's what Wajid has. Wajid, yeah, I know. He can't see your hair right now, but like when you go to the ethereal plane, like a, a mohawk big, comes crazy in mohawk. and a beard. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm Wajid. Your your full on like English accent comes back. It's like thick Cockney. <laughs> Boy, mate, I'm Wajid. Yeah, I actually I, I was I was actually raised in the East End of London, but being out in the States for a while, I've kind of lost that. But if I went back to the East End of London, I'd probably get my Cockney accent back. I'm sure. Oh, oh my man. gosh, dude. Oh, that'd be cool. I'll I just picture you, you getting that chains. Like, <laughs> come here, come here, demons. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a samurai sword, right? He changes it, dude. Oh, Depends. he changes it up. Depends on the country he's in. He's got know. fingerless gloves, regardless. Yeah, but... right, right. With we, this polo, polo, you know, talking on, about fantasy. I'm telling you guys, we're, we we can all become spiritual warriors. I think is that's that's our that's our heritage to become spiritual warriors and send out the light. So that's our that's our destiny, Luke. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Colt, Colt and I are just geeking out. We're just nerds. We we we're in full support. Like no joke. I. I uh, I promote Aetherius.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S. I, I highly recommend it. It's got the penny seal of approval. Get uh, get Wajid's book. Um, I forgot the name of it already because it's, called, it's for, called the for struggle world sanity with an exclamation point. It's called the struggle for world sanity. It's available on uh, ebook, print, and also audiobook. I I did the recording myself, so you like it. And oh. of course, of course, oh man, yes, yeah. 12blessings.org. Yeah, get the audiobook so I'll I'll I'll, yeah. I'll I'll read to you before you go to bed at night. I'll speak to you before you go to bed. Oh my at god. Night. Yeah. Yes, dude. Tuck me in with you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Would you? This is amazing. We love you. You're a good boy. Um yeah. Zach, yeah, do you I hope to have you back good? in the future. No, I'm good, man. I'm I'm I got to get on this kundalini like and for our listeners, it is feminine energy. I'm looking at the graphs right now. It looks like chakras, but there's a triangle down in that vagina. Hey, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. 
Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. You have to reach a certain level of cunnilingus to get to enlightenment, okay? I am a monkey in shoes. You don't need to get high, you just have to listen to Wajid. Oh, man.